I'm George Baldwin for Easy to Excel. And I'm sitting here today with Marty Parks, and we're going to be talking about a new musical for Easter that he's put together called The Power of the Cross. Marty, welcome. Glad you're here. Hey, George. Thanks for having me. Well, you know, we know that you've been creating musicals for how many years now? Ooh, um, 15, I guess. Wow. What excites you about this new project? Well, I guess every, um, every time I get the chance to tell a familiar story in a new way, that's exciting. And um, the, the potential uh, that works have like this for uh, reaching into the community, for speaking to um, unchurched, those that we call seekers, you know, that's always um, an exciting prospect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and particularly in this day and age, it's just such a challenge to, to put together uh, one work like this that... Um, more than than being relevant by by way of the style or the sound or the songs or the you know the musical phrasing and all of that more than more than relevant i'm I'm just really hoping that it's significant you know mm. that that um uh, a couple of years down the road maybe churches aren't using this musical uh but but their lives have been changed because uh it was significant the message the story something in it touched them and spoke to them, and it became a significant element uh, in their life. Um, on the other hand, it's always um, uh, exciting to be able to, uh, to start a work like this in some way that would, uh, that would capture their attention, uh, maybe by the, um, the excitement of the sound or uh, the uniqueness of the songs, or maybe even the familiarity of the songs, um, which is why I chose to begin the work with what I called a call to praise. And maybe this is a good time to, to hear a little bit of that. Yeah. The opener. I think it'd be a great way to start. Let's listen to a call to praise. Worship Him with gladness. Come before Him with your singing. God's Word says that He inhabits the praises of His people. So clap your hands, everyone, and shout to God with your cries of joy. How awesome He is, the Lord Most High. He's the creator of heaven and earth, enthroned in splendor and majesty. He is God alone, and this earth will be filled with the knowledge of His glory, just as the waters cover the sea. So be exalted, O God, above the heavens. And now, even now, let your glory be over all the earth.
Yeah, that that's a great way to start this project. But I have to ask you, Marty, why choose a title or the direction or a theme like The Power of the Cross? Well, that's a great question. You know, <clears throat> I've always been intrigued and fascinated and amazed and blown away, I guess, by the way God uses uh, everything for his own purposes. Um, not only the, the good things, but, um, but even the crummy stuff too. I, I mean, who besides God would ever be able to take uh, what was for decades known as a symbol of um, torture and a symbol of shame and ultimately a symbol of death, that being the cross, and turn it into what, um, what for believers is the ultimate symbol of liberty and life and, um, and hope. And, and, you know, that's only God can do stuff like that. Right. And um, uh, that, that just sort of, sort of intrigues me. And on top of that, um, you know, how that, how that cross has become a symbol that for us means deliverance and hope uh, in everything that, that we face, you know, symbols are just such a huge part of our life and we see them everywhere we go. We know when we, uh, if we've been out of the country, we know uh, what the symbol of a, a United States flag means to us when we see that again. Um, how much more so the power of a symbol like a cross? Unfortunately, and we've probably all been guilty of it at one time or another, um, we kind of take that symbol a little too lightly. And uh, we throw it around our necks or we... Um, use it as a as an ornament um more decorative than anything when in fact um i, I think it should be uh, a crucial reminder uh, not only of what we believe but um but what it is that's delivered us what it is that's that's brought us to this place uh, which is why um i wanted to use chris tomlin's song in this mighty is the power of the cross because as i said before um apart from being relevant, I hope this work is significant. Um, and maybe a reminder through this song of the power of the cross of Jesus. Maybe, maybe that'll hit somebody uh, in just the right way um, when they hear this for the first time. So let's listen to Mighty is the Power of the Cross. What can take a dying
So, Marty, what do you see as some of the components of this project? Well, number one, uh, format. Uh, this, is, um, this is easy to excel, mm -hmm. and uh, technically what that means is that it's designed for smaller choirs, um, 15 to 20, uh, ideal um, target market for that. Um, and, and we know there are lots and lots and lots of those kind of choirs. In fact, that's, that's the real world for a whole lot of people listening to this podcast. Um, of course, it can be used by larger choirs too, we know. Maybe um, with Easter coming a little early this year, that's an attractive feature uh, that it's a little more gettable uh, for those. And easy to excel means that there's a lot of unison writing. There's a lot of um, two-part writing. There's a lot of easy uh, four-part writing, and if you choose to uh, present this work with live um, piano accompaniment, then um, that accompaniment also is, is uh, very accessible. So there's the, um, the format uh, issue or component, um, and, and also, of course, the, um, uh, the, the component of mixing uh, what are some well-known worship songs uh, what are some new worship songs, and then some classic, familiar, well-loved hymns uh, of the church, uh, maybe updated a little bit, um, put together with um, a worship leader who acts as the narrator, kind of kind of leads us through this whole thing. Um, and you know, one of the um, one one of the things I'm most excited about in this, you know, the 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 story of Easter, the whole Passion Week narrative is so dramatic. I mean, it begins with a uh, an entrance into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, and by the end of the week, the Savior of the world is crucified, uh, and hope is gone. And then three days later, he's alive, and um, hope is reborn. But there's just a whole lot of elements, you know, that go into that week, uh, particularly on. Um, uh, on on the night when Jesus was betrayed, uh, and so to to capture that um, this time around, what what I incorporated were some um, t two dramatic roles that can be presented by just speakers uh, from the choir, um, telling the story of Jesus' arrest and his trial and his crucifixion. Uh, it's it's underscored in sort of a um, movie score sounding orchestration. Uh, and it just kind of uh, brings to life um, those events more than just one storyteller might be able to do. Um, in fact, um, if you don't mind, let's just um, let's take a listen to that, get a little bit of, of this um, arrest and trial and crucifixion sequence uh, and, and the dramatic roles that, um, that set that apart. That'd be great. Let's listen to that now. It seems inconceivable, even hideous to us now, that Jesus, the Lord of glory, would willingly subject himself to betrayal, torture, and finally death on a shameful cross. 
as his beloved disciple John would later write, He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. You remember the story, don't you? Jesus and his disciples had just finished the Passover meal, his last meal with them. As he began to speak to them of things to come, his betrayal and his death, a heavy spirit of despair filled the room. Suddenly Judas, the one who would hand him over to the religious authorities, fled the room and escaped into the shadow of darkness. Then Jesus, with his remaining followers, left the upper room and entered a garden close by. He told them to watch and pray while he went a little distance from them. His hour had come, and as he began to speak to his father, the weight of all the sins of the world fell on him like the blackness of the night. Yes, for the Savior of the world, it was the hour of shadows. Then Judas, together with a large crowd from the chief priests and elders of the people, burst into the garden, shattering its sacred silence. They were armed with swords and clubs. They were looking for Jesus. Judas approached his master and kissed him, indicating to the mob the one they were after. They arrested him and dragged him back to Jerusalem to appear before Caiaphas, the high priest. They accused him of blasphemy and treason. They sent him to Pilate, the Roman governor, where again he was questioned, mocked, and ridiculed. He was slapped, beaten, and spit on. He was deserted and disowned. He was insulted and abandoned. He was not crowned the king of glory. But he was sentenced to a criminal's death. Finally, Pilate handed him over to the people, and he was led out to be crucified. Marty, thanks for showing us all those various components, but how do you see the power of the cross being used in as you said, in a real-world situation? Oh, yeah, great question again. Um, it's, it's designed as a worship celebration for the church uh, with a definite application for Easter, but what I see is that it's, um, it's usable beyond Easter, not just for uh, Easter Sunday or, or during Holy Week or Palm Sunday or whatever. Um, it's a worship celebration, and of course, for believers, um, you know, the resurrection is something we celebrate uh, every every week of the year. Anyway, uh, the center section of the work uh, does focus in on uh, the events surrounding that. So there's there's some Easter applications, but I see it as being um, useful throughout the year. Um, as I said, it's a worship celebration. Congregation is a, congregation will know a lot of these songs and can certainly sing along. Um, so there are some there are some pieces in it that um, that are in there intentionally, not because they tell the Easter story, but because I guess they tell the Jesus story. One of those that I that I love dearly is um, another Chris Tomlin song, "Unfailing Love," uh, and I coupled that with um, a, a little bit of that classic 
uh, hymn, Fairest Lord Jesus. And um, I think maybe you'll like it. Let's listen to that. Praise you, God of earth and sky, how beautiful is your unfailing love, unfailing love. And you never change, God, you remain the Holy One in my unfailing love, unfailing love. You are That's great. Marty, you said that um, that this was all about Easter and beyond, but let's go back for a second. Where is the, where is the Easter section? 
where do we focus on the resurrection of Jesus? Yeah, well, um, of course, the dramatic roles that we heard a little while ago talk about the arrest mm -hmm, and the trial right. and the, um, the crucifixion and so forth. Um, but the, yeah, I needed to finish that segment of the musical uh, with an affirmation of, uh, of the resurrection. Um, and you know, it's just hard to beat um, the, the theology of some of our classic hymns. Um, so uh, Charles Wesley's great hymn, Christ the Lord is Risen Today, um, I, I set to a new tune, a little different feel, um, updated somewhat, uh, but that kind of uh, it gives us our resurrection celebration part of, uh, of the musical, and um, it probably would do us good to hear a little bit of that too. I really like that. I think that will work in a local church, just like mine. But you know, before we go, I really would like to hear a little bit of the finale. Uh, it's the combination of He Reigns with All the Earth. Let's listen to it.
Well, finally, Marty, I've got one more question for you. Here it comes. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> Do you know the capital of Bulgaria? <laughs> While you're thinking about that. Wait, wait, wait. I don't have to think about it. You don't. Sofia. Sofia who? Sofia, Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Well, well, thanks for joining us today, Marty, and talking to us about the power of the cross. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Well, I really appreciate it. I think that through all of this, we've gotten a good idea of what this musical is all about. For more information about this, as well as an inexpensive book and CD preview pack, be sure to visit lilinus.com today. There you'll also find a lot of other great Easter choices that are available from the Easy to Excel line. Thanks for listening. Bye.